Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Rise to the Top, the number one badass show for mediapreneurs. I'm David Seidman Garland. I've got a brand new series for you guys today that I am super, super pumped about, and that is a 30-minute lesson on something to help you build your business, a 30-minute lesson on something to help you build your business. And today, we're talking delegation. That, that is the topic of the day, is, is creating your dream team, delegating things so that you're not freaking out all the time about your business because that's what happens to a lot of us you know we're out there you know creating products and blogging and working on PR and doing all these different things whatever it might be and what ends up happening is next thing you know you get into a business for freedom reasons and uh, you've got no freedom and so today I've got Natasha Vrompiova how about that for a pronunciation from Systems Rock who is in the house to talk about some actionable tips and some big ideas uh, that can really, really help you delegate and free up time for yourself. So we're going to get into that right now here with this new series, the 30-minute lesson on the rise to the top. And before we get started, though, two little shameless plugs, if you will. Number one, very, very fitting because we're talking about delegation today is a great way to meet with people online. So, you know, whether you have virtual assistants or you're a graphic designer or, you know, whoever you want to meet with, your team or clients or customers, best way to go about it go to meeting by my good friends at Citrix Online because now you can do it via webcam. So you can see it, you know, you can see it, you can do everything but sniff it and touch it. You know what I'm saying? So check it out. Head over to go to meeting.com. You're going to see a try it free button. Click that and you're going to get a 30-day free trial, but then enter the promo code RISE and you're going to get a 45-day free trial. So just click the try it free. There'll be a little spot to put in a promo code so you get 45 days free. And also a little plug coming up here, the talk to the top starts in less than one week. The Talk to the Top, the 29th through the 2nd, the online event to help you grow your audience and make the bling bling. Um, this is going to be an amazing event for mediapreneurs. So whether you're a personal brand, expert, info marketer, etc., and you want to learn from the very, very best, I've got a heck of a speaking lineup. Tickets are pretty much gone, but you can still get them at thetalktothetop.com, and you can show up live, you can ask questions, and also we will be giving you all the recordings as well for thetalktothetop.com. And now here is today's lesson enjoy all right my friends well welcome and I am going to screw up our guest's last name extremely badly right now but I'm gonna do it anyway joined today by the master of systems in fact her website is systems rock Natasha Varampiovia close yeah, that's close good. okay I'm never saying it again I just wanted to get a little bit credit well first of all Natasha welcome and uh, thank you for coming on today to do this sort of 30-minute lesson, if you will, in our new series here on the Rise to the Top. It's, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, so it's great having you. And we're going to talk about delegation today. And we're going to talk about delegating the right way. Um, yep. This is something you're obviously very passionate about. You teach. Um, why is this something that is important to you? Like, how did you, why, why do you care so much about delegation before we make other people care about delegation here today? Um, well, to me, it's it's just because at some point I really struggled to to run my my business by myself. I um, started it to like like many uh, people to have more freedom around my schedule, spend time with my family, with my little boy, and then um, there was a point where I was spending time with and on my business much more than with with my family. I would uh, work during the day, then I would pick up my son. Um, from daycare and I would think about business while playing with him and then the moment he was asleep I would open my laptop again and I'm like something does not 
is not right about this picture. So um, I realized that if I were to delegate some of the tasks that I don't have to do, it would be much more easier. And it's, that's, that's how things started happening. In fact, back in May, um, I already sent you a request to uh, teach your audience right. how to set up systems. And, but I was so busy that it was not the right time. And you never got back to me. And now, you Guilty. Later, um, I'm delegating and I'm, I'm free. So it's, delegation is about making time physically and emotionally for things to come to your business. Um, so it's extremely important for, for people to realize it, that if they have become the bottleneck of their business, it's really time to just step away and have other people help you so you have time for the big things. Right. No, it makes sense. And, and this is a trap that I see a lot of people get into. I've been in the trap in the past, um, you know, other people as well, especially our community here at the Rise to the Top. A lot of people are personal brands. So they're the face of the brand. They're out there like they're on the Internet. They're everywhere. Right. And there's this kind of um, trickiness where people tend because they're very type A, a lot of a lot of personal brands, are very type A personalities. It's like, I'm going to do it all myself. And what ends up happening is burnout. It ends up that if you created a, a business to get more freedom, you end up with the opposite. And like you said, you often end up times where you just, it, you can't get it off your brain. No matter what you're doing, you're thinking about the business. So let's start with some sort of how-tos and, and some ideas here uh, for delegation. Because I know a lot of people can improve it, uh, myself included. I'm looking forward to this. So uh, first, let's talk about maybe some do's and don'ts um, from your experience of delegating things to other people, whether it's a virtual assistant, web designer, employee, whatever it might be. Sure. Um, so one of the main things is that when you start to delegate, you should be delegating the right stuff. So you always start with uh, just understanding what you want to take off your plate. Mm -hmm. It's when, when somebody is very busy and like I've been in that situation where like, I'm, I'm so overwhelmed, but if somebody came to me and said, let me help you, I would not know what to give them. So the, the very first step would be step back and see, okay, this um, I can give somebody else. Uh, this takes way too much of my time. This I'm not expert in and like I really don't want to be doing that. So those are the things that you should be looking at delegating. And um, secondly, you delegate things that can be done by others, but it's not something that would affect your companies, not man managerial decisions or a crisis situations with, with clients, for example. So you keep that to yourself. Right. But the second biggest thing is that delegating to right people. It's not that somebody suggested somebody and they're great, that you just like take on board and have them do something. You really have to take those people through the process and make sure that they are the right people, not only skill-wise, but also right for your company. Because it's your company is your baby. So you have to give... Uh, the best to your baby. So hiring is not a decision. Hiring is a process. So you take those people who you think would be good through this whole process and make sure that they are the right people. So those are the two um, key elements. Right. Um, and real quick on that is is that, yeah, what, what to me, like, for example, something that I got rid of very early that I wanted to was scheduling. 
Yeah. You know, like that, that was an example of something that I would spend so much time on was scheduling. And, and, it, and it, you know, I agree with that because a lot of people have that problem where someone comes to them or, or God knows what, what happens. And they're like, okay, uh, I, they're like, I want to help you. And you're like, I don't know what I need help with. So that, that's a great thought when it comes to that. What about some don'ts um, when it comes to sort of the delegation? You mentioned some things to do, but you also said that there might be some don'ts in terms of some mistakes or what are some common things that you see people try to do that don't work out so well? Um, as I mentioned a bit earlier, do not delegate to the first person who seems to be right. Just take them through the, uh, through the process of uh, selection. Uh, second thing, do not delegate something that has some kind of confidential information that you do not want uh, people to have. Again, anything that has to do with setting the direction of your company, anything managerial, managerial should not be delegated. And lastly, something that you cannot clearly explain. So if, mm. when, when you delegate something, you have to be really clear what needs to be done and how it needs to be done. And you might not know exactly, for example, I'm not expert in websites. So when I give my um, web designer um, a task, I don't know exactly how she is going to do it, but I make sure that I give her examples of what I want it to look like at the end or explain to her in detail what I'm, what I'm looking for. If, you're, if you give very vague directions, you will not get good results. So you, you have to make sure that you give very, very clear directions um, as to how something needs to be done. Right. And, and you mentioned a couple of times here is sort of the process. So... Um, of going through and, and, and this is something people struggle with because um, I remember when I was hiring my first virtual assistant, you know, I had no idea. I, mean, I needed, I almost needed a process to hire the virtual assistant. Like I didn't even know, I, I needed a virtual assistant to organize all the people that I was looking at to be a virtual assistant. You know what I mean? It was like ironic. And, and um, I went through kind of my own little made up process and it ended up accidentally probably working out even though I didn't do anything necessarily right, I'm sure at the time. But when you talk about that process of bringing someone in, um, you know, for a lot of people in our industry, uh, it's going to be a contractor. It's going to be a, a, a VA. It's going to be an independent uh, web developer, designer. Uh, maybe it's assistant to help with the schedule or whatever it might be. What, what are some tips on creating a process? Because people stress out about this, about how do I find the right person and I'm going to have to spend all this time trying to train them. What if it doesn't work out? Like, have you seen some pitfalls or some tips um, that could help us with that? Sure. So you start with just deciding for yourself what you want to delegate. And from the moment you know what tasks take you too long or you don't want to do them, you kind of from, from there drive the skills of a person um, who you want to have on your team. So, for example, if, if, you, if you don't want to be uploading your guest, guest post, for example, and you know like, what, what you do to, um, to do that yourself. Right. You, kind of, you are looking for a person who knows maybe basic, very basic, uh, um, has very basic knowledge of HTML and is de detail-oriented, like somebody who has a good eye for how the picture would fit. Like it, it can be just about anything, but you basically you look at the skills of the person from from the moment you know the task that uh, they will be taking on. And once you know, you just, you create the job description 
and it, it might have several components like it, it might have several several responsibilities so maybe it's um, besides uploading uh, guest posting it can be taking the client inquiries or um, right. invoicing or you know right. handling customer right. service response or something right, right. so when, when you look at what needs to be done you create those um, list of responsibilities and list of skills that that person would have to have and once you have that description you are creating in a way very clear expectations of what that person should be and what they should know and how they should behave in in your company so that's um creating a right job description is um in itself is is really great way to find the right person but from that point onwards once you start looking for someone when you post it online or when you um share it with your list and ask them if they know someone once you have a list of, of resumes of, or, or whatever you decided to to go with maybe just a cover letter or something else sure um, but then you you look at how they responded whether they actually followed instructions you've given them um previously um and this is it's a very neat trick that i use and i i teach my clients that when you um set up a job description and when you ask somebody to respond to it ask for a specific way of that person responding so by by that you're actually checking how attentive they are to what they you ask of them because more, more often than not you're looking for a person who will be responsive who will be attentive to details who will uh, really like catch and they almost have this like immediate rapport with you so when you ask them to put a uh, um, specific subject line or you want them to have something in all caps or something else and they actually do it that's already a positive sign and um, additionally uh, what i do is um, when i uh, ask for something if, if I list responsibilities, I would ask them to tell me which ones they don't like to do or which ones they're excited about. And um, there was a case actually when somebody said that, yeah, I, I like this, this and that, and I, I, I don't like other ones, but it's really fine because I, I'm willing to learn. And that to me was already an indicator of, yeah, I want this person on team. So when you set this like little, little tests, uh, throughout the process, you already can determine whether you want to speak with that person again and see if they would pass the ultimate test. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. By the way, I, I have a great example about, about that subject line thing in a second. I'll come back to it, though. Yeah. Um, a little uh, last um, um, advice is that always give test projects. Like when, when you've uh, already decided that they are great, or maybe you have top two or three people who you want to or you consider uh, taking on board give them test projects it can be something that you actually need to do um, hmm. and what's an example of one that sorry to interrupt but what, what was it would be an example of one because that's a great idea because I'm thinking a lot of people like me I'm like uh, I'm not being I'm not great at being half pregnant so for example <laughs> I, I will uh, I'll either say like no like you know no not a fit or like yes I love you I, I want to like marry you if you will um, and and 
as a, what I what a lot of people should do, as you're saying, is kind of go in the middle there, which is give a what what's an example of like a little thing you could get you, you know someone um, that would be like a good little test project that you've seen that's been effective for hiring someone. Um, I see a lot of um, test projects um, with um, anything that is, for example, a graphic design. Okay. Like somebody yeah. is looking for for a logo or or something, and they and they ask for um, two or three drafts. And like it's something that they would be uh, paid for their time. But at the same time, you can you can check if the style is what you're looking for. If they can capture what what you tell them to do. Or um, at some point, I was uh, looking for a client of mine for somebody who would write copy for them. So I would ask for just a very short blog post on mm -hmm. the on the topic so it it might not be applicable all the time for example if you're looking for a web designer what you would look at is um, their portfolio right uh, but maybe you can ask them to to create like a sample sales page or sample something it doesn't have to be big it doesn't have to be very time-consuming but it will be a great indicator of of their skills and if it does take them too long maybe you don't want to work with that right. person in the first place right and and do you think it's smart to say like you know hey you know I can pay you X amount of hours for that or something like that because obviously you don't want to be getting into the spec work thing where you're trying to get a bunch of people doing work for free um, so you're saying you pay them of course um, but you maybe you limit it like you know like what I'm thinking off the top of my head is let's say I didn't know anyone and I was trying to get my first website or doing something like that as opposed to having someone design the website you could say hey I just want you to make a title bar or something like that and see if I like it or, or a, a top banner you know how many hours will that take you and that would also probably be very indicative of someone's work if someone says three hours or someone says 15 hours you're like uh oh I, I think I, I might have something there as well could be could be kind of part of the interview if you will Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and actually, that was one of my mistakes when I was just starting out. When I asked for something very simple, but I did not ask for the number of hours that it would take that person. And then they came back to me with this like insane, like the um, it was it <laughs> through Odesk. So um, okay. I, I built at, at the end, and like I, I received this uh, um, like summary, and I'm like, what is that? Like I don't even remember. It was like so simple, but like I, I learned my lessons. I'm like, okay, <laughs> no more of that nonsense. Right. But it, what what you're mentioning it is is a really really great uh, way of uh, being in charge, um, in control of your delegation budget because a lot of people um, think of delegation as something like luxury item, like something that they cannot afford just because they are not at the place where they can uh, spend money. Um, but if they discuss with the person who they're hiring that that would be um, payment for the entire project like something that they can afford and no more than that that's one way like that's what you're paying that's what you can pay and it's it's um, agreed upon from the beginning or uh, like you said you decide on the number of hours that would be spent that's another way so it doesn't go um, like your delegation costs uh, don't skyrocket Right. No, it makes sense. And by the way, what I was going to say before about the subject line, and I, and I think that's a fantastic takeaway. I want everyone that's listening and watching this to use this, especially if you're going after someone in an uh, administrative role. They're going to be maybe communicating with your clients or customers or your scheduling or whatever it might be. So let's just say a VA for the sake of, 
of argument here. I actually heard a story. I was just at an event um, where someone says that they had a specific subject line, right? And they sent it out. There was all these people that wanted to be the VA. And they sent it out. And they said, put this subject line in the email. And that was like number one thing. 98% did not do so. Does that surprise you? Not probably not. Doesn't doesn't. No, I see it all the time, and it's it's so simple. And at the same time, it's it's very strange that people don't follow instructions sometimes. So that's that's a really like big red red flag that no, I do not want to work with you. Right. No. So just a, just an example. There's certain. Is there any VAs listening, or like somebody who wants a job as a VA? Yeah. Yeah. When they well, say put the subject line, it's not a test to come up with something creative and not do it. Just do it. Um, so let's talk about communication because this is something that's vital and something that, um, you know, I'm very passionate about this and I want people to learn more about this because this is really very, very important is the communication between you and your, your, you know, your contractors or whoever you're delegating towards. Um, you say that you want to make sure that you're communicating, obviously, so nothing falls through the cracks. Uh, do you have any tips on this um, uh, or, or some ways that we can communicate better or some pitfalls to avoid when it comes to dealing with our with our uh, our uh, delegation people sure and actually um, I'll, I'll be more than happy to provide you with with a template um, to, to to the viewers oh that'd be great um, but there are uh, five key elements that need to be present in every instruction that goes out instruction for a new project and of course with a large projects um, you would have to set uh, milestones so that um, you can keep track of what's happening but for something um, simpler you you've got to make sure that one um, you give the purpose like why this it's it's needed it's really important because even if somebody is working on a very small project it's important to give them the overall picture of um, where, where it fits in in the entire business okay got it um, the second thing is the the end result what you're actually looking for and I'll, I'll give you an example afterwards, so uh, we'll, we'll go quickly over these. Um, the third thing is the deadline. You've got to give deadline, it has to be very clear. Um, fourth is giving instructions. If you know how to do something, um, give that list. If you do not know, give examples. Give anything that would give them something tangible. And lastly, keep the communication line open and give that person ownership of the project by inviting them to provide any feedback if something can be done faster or better or anything because once once you give that kind of like halfway in like give it in their hands they're more likely to be much more feel much more responsible for what they're doing so um to give you a quick example um what not to do um, for example, hi Sally, I'm looking for top 50 blogs, lifestyle um, and mommy blogs. Um, I need to to have this SAP. Yeah, vague, That's, vague, that, no step by step, right? Um, what you could do is that say, hey Sally, um, I'm working on a project for a client, and we are trying to get um, more traffic to their blog, um, to their website. So we're uh, doing all this um, guest blogging and we need a, uh, a list of uh, top mommy and lifestyle uh, blogs to, to make sure that the target audience who are like hip, hip mommies, um, late 30s, early 40s, um, could they get a chance to see them. And by top blogs, I mean uh, blogs that um, say rank between X and Y on Alexa. 
So you, you've given them what you are actually uh, looking for. And then give them instructions. So, like, um, in order to do that, give to alexa.com. And in parentheses, you can give them even a link to, it can be like any YouTube video, how to navigate Alexa, if they have not heard of it. It's, it's, it's a website that um, gives um, a ranking. Right. And give them, like if, if you have a spreadsheet, put them in the spreadsheet. Uh, what you need, the URL, the contact a person, like anything. So that, that's the instructions part. The deadline, like have it done to me by the end of the week. Confirm that you can meet the deadline. Mm -hmm. You you the deadline covered. And at the end, you say like I'm I'm open to any suggestions. If you have any, um, like, if you can suggest any other approach to um, have this done faster or better or something else, um, I'm all ears. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's awesome. And and you know it's funny because the deadline thing is one of the ones that's often overlooked that I've seen, you know, and I'm a stickler for it. So what also ends up happening, if you don't create a deadline, not only does stuff just kind of hang out there, it's also going to be on your, on your brain as the entrepreneur. Because I remember when I used to send stuff to my graphic designer or something like that, and then I just wouldn't know when it was coming back. I would send like another email like every hour, basically bothering her saying, hey, wait, hey, just reminder, uh, do you know when it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. But when, you know, now my team knows, for example, I'll say, hey, can I, you know, they'll say it'll be done next Tuesday or it'll be this. I don't have to worry about it until next Tuesday. And I think that's huge of getting it off your brain and, and making sure that's on someone else's, if you will, there. And that's that's one of the the key important things. Um, I've seen for this. And another thing that I've seen, you've probably seen this as well, Natasha, uh, that if you do a process on your computer, let's say, which a lot of us do, some kind of process, maybe it's editing your video, maybe it's, uh, you know, how you put a blog post together, get ScreenFlow on a Mac, get Camtasia or get Jing or something like that, and just do it and do a voiceover. You know, you're like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm now posting the blog post, da-da-da-da-da, step-by-step. You send the video. It's done. They can watch it over and over again. Have you, you know, I'm sure you've experienced I, I'm that. I'm very happy that, that you brought this up. Uh, it's, it's one of the techniques that I, I teach my cl clients as well because a lot of them, they get um, very worried and overwhelmed. But, oh, my goodness, now I have to create processes. How do I explain it? What do I do? But, yeah, like, Jing, it's, it's a free... Uh, software, it's it's very easy to just understand how, how it operates. You can create that uh, short little video, take it one step further, send it to a transcriptionist for like whatever. Right. Like, it's it's very, very small amount of money that, that you would pay. And there you have it. You have your process. Um, you give it back to the person you work with. They can even streamline it for you if there are any additions to or like any... Um, you, you've changed something in the process and it's, it's a living document that it's already part of your business operations manual. It's, it's priceless. Right. No, great, great point there. So a couple more things here, cause we're going to stick to this, my 30 minute, it's my new rule. I don't know why I started it. I'm just like, we're doing a 30 minute thing. Cause I feel like it's gotta be like bite sized enough when we get done. Final things here before we talk uh, a little bit about something you have coming up here, a little shameless plug. But before we do that, as we wrap up sort of the, these great tips, because there's some great stuff we got in here, do you have any final kind of do and don't uh, when it comes to people? Any other kind of uh, little trick or action item or takeaway that people can, can walk away from this and say, okay, next time I'm delegating, I can use this? Sure. A um, couple of very, very important things. First of all, about teams. 
Nowadays, we work it's with... It's 21.30, by the way, <laughs> FYI, according to your computer. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's my, my latest productivity tool. Sorry about that. Um, um, about Teams, uh, now, nowadays we work a lot with VAs from different parts of the world. So a lot of times our team is, is scattered all over the place. So it's extremely important to have team meetings, even if they are scattered all over, because there's nothing that makes people feel more responsible when they are held to account um, in, in a meeting with, with other people. Um, also, it creates this bond that like, I'm part of a team. I'm not just like doing something occasionally here and there. And also, it's a place where you can uh, just give them, uh, um, like, praise them for something that they, they, they've done well. So it, it really creates that atmosphere of a company, of, of a team, like something that would really motivate them to, to perform better. So that's, that's one of the biggest things that they need to happen if you want to have your, a dream team. Um, and secondly, is that, and um, a lot of my clients went to me that like, whenever mistakes happen, how, like, how we, we can avoid them or something. And I always suggest to them to step back, no matter how difficult it might be, when like, there is crisis situation and everything, but step back and see if or where was the missing in the, in the entire chain of events. Because usually it's, it, it will be a mistake, but it will be a mistake due to a certain missing in, in the processes. For example, if your team um, do not respond quickly to your emails, don't fire them right away, <laughs> but check and like, see, maybe it's because you don't have the communication uh, um, hub for them to go to and check up on projects and emails get lost in their email. Maybe you send too many of them and they cannot keep track of them. Maybe they receive too, too many um, emails that it's just like it's impossible for them to to know when when you sent your latest one. If somebody's uh, missed a deadline, maybe it's not because they are they did not want to do it. Maybe because it was public holiday in their country. Um, just maybe it's, it's better to create a um, shared calendar with your holidays, with their holidays, with vacations, so that when you create that deadlines next time, you can do, do it around those dates. So step back and look what, what was the actual problem and how you can solve it, because it's, like, there is so much in our hands that we kind of like, when it comes to delegation, people are like, oh, but I will not know what's happening. Oh, I will not know how much I'll be paying. Like everything is in our hands. It's just like the way we set it up and it's really up to us to do it and make sure that we'll look at the entire process as a process and make sure that the little pieces work together well. Uh, great advice. Totally agree on that. That's great advice. So final thoughts here, Natasha. You have something coming up here. This is their little shameless plug time here that we do on the show. Um, but you've got something uh, called 42 Days to Your Dream Team. And I'll give the links out uh, in, a, in a second here. Um, but uh, tell us what's going on with that. You know, some people might be here and thinking, okay, I want to, you know, take this to the next level and really learn more about delegation. But tell us about what's going on with this. Um, yes, it's 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 an um, e-program um, e-course which uh, um, it's it, it's been renamed to six weeks to your dream team so that it's like it feels manageable. Um, 
but basically it's it's four modules where i take you through the through the process of uh, finding your dream team so the the program is designed in a way that you might be starting with zero but by the end you have one or two people who really really do work for you cool. who not dis disappoint you and the reason um we are doing it right now is so that uh, my participants could have the best holidays ever whether <laughs> it's it's because uh, they will be uh, delegating and will not be thinking about something that otherwise they would have to be doing or they would be much more productive because they'll have more people on their team so it's it, it's it's will it will be going through november until mid december and um i will teach them the exact formula because to me delegating is is like baking it's like you've got yeah. to have a b step one step two step three right so we will talk about what you need like what kind of people you need for your team where you look for them how do you train them and organize your business at the same time so basically we will not be doing double work and at the end um just making sure that the communication piece works well and everything is going smoothly and they they perform to your expectations all right perfect so that's going to be uh coming up here uh it starts the actual course begins october 30th um and let's see right when this goes up so around uh, so you'll be able to register then. It's live, right? So you get to actually, you'll be doing this on, on yeah. a weekly basis. Um, it, we're going to link up everything below in the show notes uh, so people can check it out. It's going to be on your Systems systems Rock website, uh, but we're yeah. going to make sure that we link up uh, people that are interested so they can check that out. And uh, uh, that sounds great. So any other, any other final thoughts as we wrap it up today? Um. <laughs> How about, how about, how about, I don't know, I'm going to edit this part out anyway. So it doesn't really matter what we have. I'm going to edit out that final part. But anyway, uh, thanks, Natasha, for being here. Uh, this has been awesome. And, you know, I think people really were able to take away um, some big concepts and also some specific little things that they can do right now. And, uh, again, if they want more, they can go check out the course. So thank you so much and good luck with everything. Thank you. Thank you very much, David. I appreciate it. And that's it, my friends. And just a, a reminder, you can check out everything below in the show notes uh, for Systems Rock, which is, uh, you know, it's going to be six weeks to your dream team. Um, but I will give you that link below so you can make sure to get the correct link on the rise to the top. Dot com. Always want to hear your thoughts in, in the comments section, any key takeaways, um, ideas that you had, thoughts, questions, all that kind of jazz on the rise to the top. Blah, 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 on the rise to the top.com as well. Reminder, grab that free trial of GoToMeeting at gotomeeting.com. Click the Try It Free button, and then you're going to see a little place to put a promo code. Put the promo code RISE. You get 45 days free on me, and I will see you at the Talk to the Top to talk to the top. Com. You can come on out, sit there in your underwear and learn from some amazing experts on growing your audience and making the bling bling online. I will see you next time on David Seidman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny.